Hello, everyone. Welcome to K-Pop Unfiltered. My name is Amoy. I am the CEO slash founder of K-Pop Unfiltered. Um, I'm going to let my co-hosts introduce themselves to you all. Hey, everyone. I'm Sophia, aka Lovely. Nice to meet you guys. Hey, everyone. My name is Maya. Nice to meet you. Hi, my name is Tasia. Nice to meet y'all. Um, hello again. My name is Amoy. Hi, my name is Lindsay. Hi, I'm Jordan. Nice to meet you guys. Hey, guys. It's Decca. What's up, y'all? It's Jada. Hey guys, it's Aaliyah. So we're just going to dive right in into our first topic of conversation. This was something that we've gotten in our comments. A lot of you asked to really, really talk about this situation. So we're going to talk about um, a few situations to kind of, you know, give you some examples. But we're going to talk about the situation of cultural appropriation as a whole in general. So please, as disclaimer, just know we are not targeting one group or anything like that. This is a general statement. It can be... Um, you know, given across the board, if the shoe fits, that's where it is. So please, I want to do that disclaimer. We are not here attacking any groups or things like that. These are our personal opinions and our experiences. So we hope that people can respect that. So getting right into the situation. I know a lot of people want to talk a little bit about the Jay Park situation. So I think that's a good way to segue. The Jay Park situation is very interesting, in my opinion, because the song that he released with fellow artists was an attempt, I would say, an attempt to showcase how proud he is to be a Korean, but nothing about that video was remotely Korean. In fact, it was a bunch of cultural appropriation. It, in my opinion, I just think it's so weird because he kept saying, it's in my DNA, it's in my DNA. What's in your DNA? Not, not an Afro, not dreads. Like, what's in your DNA, Jay Park? I would like you to clarify. Um, I have like the one thing that bothered me about his statement was when you know well his apology was when he mentioned how his PR Julie actually told him to not do this video and it just made me feel like as a k-pop stan we all wish there's someone in the company that can tell someone like hey stop don't culture appropriate you know but it's wasted on someone like him someone you know he got told to not do it and you know he's choosing to still do it I just feel like we should all have a Julie in every K-pop entertainment company. Yeah. Just to like touch up on the apology, well, um, I don't really call it an apology. It was more of him trying to justify himself because like throughout the apology, he was just like trying to say how he's got friends who yeah. are of colour and how... Um, you know, we're not trying to be black or anything like that. But when you watch the video or when, or if you've watched the video, it was the complete opposite. So I feel like, I don't know, like, I feel like Jay Park just keeps like reoffending. Like he keeps doing the same thing over and over again. And the question is, are you not tired of apologizing? The thing that's frustrating about him is that for his like the apology or like the statement, he just tries to make so many excuses or reasonings as to why he, like, why it's not a bad thing, but he won't even take the time or, like, acknowledge the fact that what he did was wrong. Oh, I was going to say, like, I saw so many examples and reactions to his video where they were showing, like, performances from, like, for example, like, Suga from Dechita or um, BTS when they did... Um, one of their songs, they did like a spin-off to show like Korean culture and people were using those examples because they were obviously had only Korean culture because they were showing like just that. 
but him it was just everything but korean culture like there was korean men and women in that video but nothing was screaming korean culture from that exactly and it's like what is a way or a for you, what would be a proper apology from these idols to show that they've learned from, you know, the mistakes or they've shown, you know, what they've learned from what they've been called out for? How do you properly apologize for that so everyone can properly process that and move on? The best apology is an unspoken apology um, in the sense where you, you kind of are educated before you do something. Like, I know um, from experience that the stove is hot, so I'm not gonna put my hand back on that stove. Um, so in a sense where when you make a mistake, if you acknowledge the mistake you made and not have to add a, a sort of sub, sub com comment as far as like, well, I also like the culture, that is unnecessary. So if you can keep the apology as an apology less than so much an apology than a statement, than another, underlying statement and then your personal view then that apology can be appropriated like appropriately accepted by us um i think so far he he messed up as far as um not understanding that one his culture does not does not exhibit those hairstyles those clothing those postures um those behaviors and what he did was instead of doing his culture, he did someone else's culture. And it kind of confuses the point of DNA. Not the fact that you did a cover um, of a song that were originated by a Black person, um, let alone you should have made it your own. But he messed up as far as his apology in stating that just as well as I'll use uh, Jackson Wang as an example, you know, his apology you don't have to tell us you love the culture. You don't have to tell us you embrace the culture that you are a part, like you would love to be a part of it. Uh, you have friends that are a part of it. That does not validate your behavior. Um, it doesn't excuse it. So you have to take in consideration that just because you may have an experience does not val validate your apology. And also on the case of like K-pop apologies altogether, an apology, in my opinion, loses its value when you keep continuing to do what you said you were sorry for. If you continuously cultural appropriate, if you continuously offend certain groups and minorities, we're not going to take your sorry. Show us you've changed. Show mm -hmm. us you understand what you did wrong. I, I'm sick and tired of words. I These idols need to show us that they're they understand what they're doing is wrong, you know? So, you know, cultural appropriation is really one of those topics. We could be here all day talking and down, like talking about it and breaking it down, but it all boils down to respect and boundaries. I think, you know, respecting someone means respecting their boundaries as well. And also, you know, you can appreciate someone's culture, but make sure that you're getting that input from people of the culture, knowing how to do the ins and outs, because sometimes it's not of you not wanting to partake in anything. It's just, we want to make sure that you partake in it safe and not do anything to step on anyone's toes. So even with our idols, we have to make sure that they have an opportunity to learn from our culture as well. And sometimes that means putting up boundaries as well. So we have to learn how to respect that. And we also have to teach them how to respect those boundaries as well too, because it's a symbiotic relationship. So, all right. Hey everyone, welcome back to K-pop Unfiltered. Um, we 
touched on a very sensitive subject for everyone. And we're going to continue on um, with the topic of uh, cultural appropriation. We did have a lot of comments on this subject um, with the group in Hypen and what happened with just about, you know, speaking work. So we, I just wanted to uh, segue trigger warning there will be words thrown around um that may trigger people please know if you are triggered by it please stop go do something else you know please don't continue on because we don't want you to stay in your triggers like that if you feel that something's happening with you and you're rising you're feeling angry please step away from the video do something else and if you feel like you can come back then you know because we are going to be talking about some very sensitive subject. Everyone has their own opinion. Please um, note that as first, everyone has their own opinion as well. So I'm just going to open the floor um, to who wants to speak on that situation first. With the hyper situation, I kind of want to give like a little like explanation on what is even going on. So there was a video going around where there was some of the NHYPEN members, they were in a room sitting down talking and supposedly in the background, or people are saying it's a member, I don't know for sure, but they're saying that one of the members had sang the N-word in one of SZA's songs, and it's just been really, like, offending people, and honestly, the situation has just ex escalated itself because of fans, and I just want to bring up that one situation with the uh, fan that supposedly had like killed himself and like out of pocket. They're invalidating black people's feelings. They're calling people slurs. They are offending black people. And for what? Just to so-called protect your idols. The first thing I want to say is Engines, the fandom was more disrespectful than in hyphen themselves. I was seeing pictures on Weverse of people posting black people getting lynched and that was triggering for me. And there was people on Weverse saying things like bring back slavery and things like, oh, the blacks are at it again. And, it, and, I, and I'm not sure if you guys were on that one space on Twitter where there were black K-pop fans that had a chance to talk to someone that has connections to Hype and they were explaining the situation and they were just like sick and tired of seeing everything. And I'm not gonna lie, I've been a K-pop stan for two years now and I've never seen toxicity to this level. I know a lot of people want us as creators to speak on that at the platform. And like I said to somebody the other day, Sometimes I'm not mad when creators don't speak up too much on a situation because it gets to the point where it's like, how much are we going to keep speaking up on a situation when it keeps happening, it keeps recurring? With that whole situation, I feel like certain things should be filtered on Weavers, um, if that makes sense. I feel like they need to start that now only because it's getting worse by the second. How you said that they need to start having a filter and like bringing in these regulations and rules. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that, um, the Weavers post that they announced on the app saying how that they're going to start bringing legal action and like, like patrolling the, patrolling the app because with Weavers, it used to just be an app where people would like post pictures or random comments, hoping that their idols will respond to them. And then now that Weavers has like transformed and like updated into this version of people can um, actually make platforms and subscribe and everything. So it's so crazy how it shifted into this. And like, yeah, this is opening their eyes into seeing that what they really need to do and start treating this like an actual social media platform where there are filters and regulations to what people can post. With everything that's happened, I feel like B-Lift, not only B-Lift, but B-Lift and I feel like they should have addressed 
they should come up with some type of statement to address what is going on. And I feel like they need to have some type of official statement to let everybody know that, you know, this type of behaviour, um, it just, it's just shouldn't be tolerated. With the accountability, like you said, for the company, one, we have to break down uh, the song. The song was sang by a Black woman, you know, and I, I, I hate to say for lack of a term, this song is a song for Negroes. We know it's a song for Negroes. There's a whole bunch of, in you know what I'm saying? Like, it is. And so mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of N-words being said there all the time. And no one's saying that you can't sing a song. I think a lot of people go into extremes, as I like to say, it's extremes. If you say, please don't say this word, now it's, oh, I can't sing this song ever. No one's saying that you can't sing the song. You know how to censor yourself and say, you know what I'm saying? When you know it's a bad word, you can go, and so I think the company, you know what I'm saying? If people don't want to hold idols accountable, that's fine. You don't want to hold your idol accountable or you don't want them to speak out. But the company can say, hey, we are aware that this song, you know what I'm saying, is a song that does contain this word in it. We are aware that someone, we don't want to say who, may have said the word. Maybe it was a staff member or something like that. They have said the word. We are going to continue to educate that person on why this word is wrong. We're sorry for the, that community that we offended. And we'll go forward and, you know, learn better next time. I think they did that with um with Yungi with his mixtape you know with August D they came out with a statement saying here's the thing we you know we put this in for aesthetic purposes we weren't you know educated on the matter now that we are we feel very you know ashamed of it it won't happen again I think it kind of brushed a little bit over when you heard the company say you know what hey we understand we will go forward and educate ourselves on this. I think that's something that needed to be had if you didn't want your idols to come forward and speak on those things and put that much responsibility on them. I think the company or whoever their manager is or PR team should be on top of that for those reasons. Also, let's talk about how um, K I mean, K-pop companies should like warn their um, K-pop idols about situations like this and all that extra stuff. But I also feel like K-pop groups need to warn their fandoms, mostly Engine and other K-pop. Um, but yes, I feel like they should hold their fandoms more accountable because I feel like, like even BTS, Engines, Blackpink, all need to hold their fandoms accountable because yep. stuff like this, the situation like this was disgusting. And for me, I didn't really speak much about it because it was too much of a brutal topic to talk about, even for the um, situation, even if it's fake or not. It should have never happened in the first place on um, black um, blacks engines or any of that because any type any type of topic like this everybody attacks black armies or black K-pop stands for no reason. What are some things for those people who do want to help us, who do want to do anything, but feel like every time they say something, then it's like, it's none of your business. But then again, they want to help. How can we help them? Like, what are proper steps that they can do to help us? More spread awareness. Oh, yes, yeah, share content. Yes, very much. Yeah. At the end of the day, K-pop fans need to realise it's okay to hold your fave accountable. Like, you're not going to die. You know, if people come for you, so what? Like, you know, you're being honest. If you want to understand, that's, you know, your decision. If you don't want to understand, again, that's your decision. No one should come for you for it. And at the end of the day, K-pop fans need to stop putting K-pop, valuing K-pop, over human values and just human rights this situation shouldn't have escalated this far so yeah it's disgusting hello everyone we are back from intermission 
Um, for this topic, we're going to talk about BTS being, BTS Butter being on Billboard, I believe Hot 100 for five weeks in a row, and also Permission to Dance. Anyone want to give their opinion or say what they want to say about it? My opinion on Permission to Dance, I'm excited. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I really do feel like it's going to be an electric, electric, what do you call it? Electropop type of track. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's going to be somewhere in the same lane of Butter, but even more like poppy. But I feel like they're going to have, like, a little bit of R&B. Like, I just want a little bit of bounce. I feel like Butter mm -hmm. did what it was supposed to do, but I feel like Permission to Dance is a dance song. So I feel like we're going to get a little bit of bounce, and I would be a Hobie stan if I didn't feel like this man probably, you know, at least has some type of, like, include with the beats in there. Because everybody want to dance, so can we have permission to, like, ball out, bro? So mm -hmm. I feel like it's just going to be a good one. I think it's going to be maybe the twerking thing that we was waiting for. I feel like it might be going down the road of um blood sweat and tears um that type of vibe the concept photos yeah. show me something else <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a bunch of shots of them like you know looking cute looking a little like adult like handsome sexy you know they're gonna be at the beach like dancing and then they're yeah. gonna show like some car wash scenes i hope like those photos of were like all over the place i was confused mm -hmm. i didn't know what this um like what the concept was it was really all over the place. And yeah. you managed to put BTS in that song at five weeks when people have called you bots. People have called us bots. People have, you know, really uh, questioned the integrity of the streams. So one, congratulations to all the armies out there. Something I noticed, not to bring down any other fandom, but I have to clap it up for ARMY right here. Well, <laughs> this time, because um, I noticed with like ARMY compared to other fandoms, we are very organized. Um, mm -hmm. I, a lot of fandoms, somewhat get mad at ARMY and say, talk about us and all kinds of things, especially with this butter situation. But you can't get mad at us when we're doing the work for our artists, if that makes sense. If you want your artists to succeed, do the work for your artists as well. Be organized. We even have people that are willing to, like I think on Twitter, where if you don't have the money, they'll accept donations where they'll buy, you know, butter for you. People making playlists so that you know how to like stream the songs so everything mm -hmm. keeps like the numbers up and everything. We have literally had so many comebacks where we have put up so many good numbers on YouTube just for those streams and those views to get taken away from us every comeback. So if we keep having these things done, there's enough of us that are going to get together that goes, what can we do to prevent these things? We're going to do the research statistical. There are a lot of people that did the statistical research on Spotify, how these things, how to properly stream. How do you not sound like that? How do you not look like a bot? These people really took their time to put these things out there because we've gotten really so much, you know, disappointment. Mm -hmm even from YouTube, from streams being taken away, we could have gone even further if those views wouldn't have been taken away. 50 million views and 120 million mm -hmm. views. That's a lot of work that's got, that got put in. So we do mm -hmm. these things. So therefore our stuff is authentic and genuine. Our views are mm -hmm. authentic. Like after the on music video, the one they did in LA, when we were counting and looking at the, the views and then when it dropped so freaking bad, People got so mad and I feel like, yeah, it really shook everybody and it really put everybody on top of their things so that we do not have that like happen again. Like I want to, of course, congratulate Army for doing what, you know, what being a fan is for, you know, you want that to support, you do it as much as you can. You know, we are BTS support system, um, but I definitely want to congratulate and, you know, 
say thank you to BTS for giving us this bop. You know, uh, this song, to me, I take it as a confidence song. You know, for so many years, BTS have been loving themselves and trying to love themselves that for once, they've given us a song where they're saying, hey, I love myself and hey, you love me too. So I'm going to showcase that and love, you know, and sing it to the top of my lungs. And I think I'm not surprised that Butter has gotten the success that you know it is it's definitely will be grammy nominated and grammy winner <laughs> material <laughs> uh, because of the simple fact that it's such a confident confidence song you know everyone loves a confidence song you know you never especially during the summertime that's mm-hmm. when the most confidence oozes out um so i think definitely say thank you for taking the time out to love yourself and to be able to give us this song to where we can bop to it all day long. You know, I could see us listening to this song till God knows, even in our graves, we'll be in the coffin <laughs> like butter. <laughs> still being smooth like butter, but still I have to, you know, you know, you always you congratulate on me for doing the hard work, but you gotta congratulate the artists for working as hard and giving us that Definitely. that music. That yes. Also, with Ed Sheeran being part of the um, song, not not our side, not our side boy helping us with BTS. Right, the side boy. Our little side boy. Oh, <laughs> side boy. Hey, that's a proper side boy. He helping out the relationship. You <laughs> know his role position. We're entering grown BTS era. That's one of the main reasons why I'm like, excited for permission to dance because we're going to get more grown BTS. We're going to get, you know, they're finally showing us their more mature side, as they said. So I'm just waiting to be murdered by them. Actually, it's going to be pop. I, I, I don't see them just yet stepping, stepping out of pop just yet, kind of experiencing with that R&B just yet. Um, but I feel like it's definitely going to be pop because, you know, it's dance. It's dancing. So it's going to be a lot of dancing. Um, maybe some slow dancing. You know, they'll have their little intermission where, you know, Hobie likes to, you know, get low. Um, but it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be more of a song of them talking to Army uh, in a sense of asking, can, you know, can we have this dance? Like, you know, give me very much, you know, um, what it is, Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> and they all wore with a nice leather jacket. So they kind of like asking us, you know, you know, can we have permission to dance and stuff like that. I think it's going to be a fun song for everyone to love and enjoy. Not so much as this is who we are, get with it, deal with it. It's literally like, I feel like it's going to be a song of, can we have the permission to get the floor? Do we have permission to kind of show out, show up and show out right now? Can y'all, it's almost like that best friend, like, can I show out best friend? Best friend, can I show out right now? <laughs> can I show Can I show y'all something? Yeah. Yes, becomes the first act to have 10 different songs reach number one on iTunes in at least 100 countries. They never credit themselves in all this. Is everything has been done with Army, and they make sure, you know, publicly that they let that be known that it is not us. We would be nowhere without our BTS Army, and I'm really proud to have and follow a group that really acknowledges its fans. And everyone has their issues of what they feel and what they don't feel acknowledges, but they really do acknowledge the fans in the sense of we thank you for all the hard work, for all the money that you put into it. We wouldn't have been able to reach these heights with without you all and they always kept that humbleness of it's we're a package deal you you can't have one without the other the good the bad the ugly this is what we come with 
take it or leave it, but we gonna take it however we need to somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? So I just like it that they are a group that really acknowledges their fan base as a community, not just as fans. All right, so that is it. We are wrapping up. I'm gonna give it back to our creator. This was once again, another great episode. So Moy, if you wanna lead us out. Yes, so I wanna thank you all for watching episode two of K-pop Unfiltered. We will see you all um, episode three for K-pop Unfiltered. Make sure you are checking us out on Spotify at K-pop Unfiltered. We do have episode one there and we also have the trailer for those who are asking. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media sites. We do have our own TikTok and we do have a Instagram. And also follow us on our personal um, Instagrams and TikTok as well. We will see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. One for watching episode two of K-Pop Unfiltered.